Welcome to a special postseason edition of Locked on Astros. We're going to talk about what if the Astros face the Minnesota Twins and old friend Carlos Correa. They won game one of the wildcard series. So we're going to break down the matchups and how these teams compare on this edition of Locked on Astros. Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man, Heisman, and Greg, H-Town, Wheelhouse, Chansey. We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talk Stros. Find the show at Locked on Astros. Your team, every day. Brett, where can you find you at on the X? They can find me at H Town Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and the X. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and the X as well. Always positive, always Stros. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. And guys, thank you for making Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day. We do this for you. Uh, and we enjoy doing the podcast. And we're probably going to be doing a lot of extra shows uh, throughout the postseason. So join the ride. It, this Buckle up. Hopefully this will be a long ride throughout the whole uh, month of October. And uh, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Go ahead and give us a big fat thumbs up while you're doing it and go and uh, become an everydayer. Somebody that listens to our podcast every day and uh, make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. So right now we're kind of in limbo right now. Are we playing the Twins? Are we playing the Jays? <laughs> uh, the Twins did win today's game in the first game of the wildcard series. So we were going to do the Blue Jays, but we went ahead and switched um, a little bit to, well, now the Twins have the upper hand. This is the first time they've won a playoff game in 18 games. So they broke an 18-game losing streak. This is the first time they've won a playoff game since 2004. So uh, this is uh, 19 years of fan suffering. So uh, they, they may ride this into the next round. So we want to take advantage of this and go ahead and talk about the Twins today instead of the Blue Jays. So we'll look at the pitching, we'll look at the batters, we'll look at the home and away stats, and we'll look at uh, former Astros that are on both teams and just look at the rosters in general and how the teams uh, fare. Yeah, definitely. You know, the Twins are one of these teams that you don't really expect to go into the postseason and do a whole lot because, like you said, they've done nothing. You mentioned the playoff win drought not not a playoff series a single game and that is a long time in between wins and after watching today dude um they got a guy who hit two home runs today a rookie the first rookie ever to hit Royce Lewis to hit a home run in his mm -hmm. first two at bats in the postseason they got guys like Michael Taylor out there in center field Eric They've got players that can play, and they're pitching Pablo Lopez, who they traded Luis Arise for, pretty good return. Usually when you trade away a batting champion, you don't, like, rarely do trades work for both teams. 
Pablo Lopez really looked great today. He got into a couple situations where you were like, okay, this is a formidable opponent. But one of the things I do like about the twins is they do strike out a lot. Yeah, they strike out a lot. And uh, I have a lot of those stats. Um, I just lost it, but uh, they are, they actually lead the American league with strikeouts. Uh, and 1,654. I've got it right here in front of me. Yeah. 1,654, almost 1,700 strikeouts. And Eric, that's 300 more. That's almost 300 more than the Blue Jays. And that's almost 400 more than the Houston Astros. Yes. So the Astros strike out, um, not, they're not at the bottom of the league like they've been in the past, but they have, uh, 1,241. The Blue Jays, we'll talk about them tomorrow, are at 1303. But today we're focusing on what the Twins offer. And so if you compare the uh, batting um, stats, uh, they, they do compare a little bit. I, th- I think the team, the t- Astros and Twins, really compare very f- favorably. So I put the pitching on here. So let's go and look at the pitching first. So the Astros have um, a 9.09 strikeout per nine inning. The Twins have 9.67. Uh, the Astros do walk more batters per game, so that has been an issue. That struggle with all year, three point three four. The Twins have two point seventy five. Uh, the Astros, it's a slight bad edge towards the Astros with one point two five home runs per nine innings, uh, while the Twins have one point two. Uh, the the Babbitt, uh, the Astros have a they allow a two ninety batting average on balls in play while the Twins allow a 292 batting average. And if you're looking at left on base percentage, it's almost a tie. It's uh, 74.60 versus 74.70. And ground ball percentage is pretty consistent. Home run allowed is pretty consistent. The ERA, the Astros ERA is overall is a little bit more, is a little bit higher, 3.94. The Twins is 3.87. The FIP, which is the thing that kind of worries me a little bit, uh, the Astros FIP is a little bit higher. It's 4.31, and the Twins is 3.89. And uh, if you're looking at blown saves, I know a lot of people will look at the starters versus uh, um, relievers in second, but blown saves, the Astros only have 18, while the yeah. Twins 28. So that is something that uh, a lot of people say, well, Ryan Presley sucks. We need to have Ryan Abreu. But if you look at it, the Astros have um, some of the fewest blown saves in baseball. Right. And when you when you look at the strikeouts, you can understand why they have 100 more strikeouts because they have almost one full strikeout per nine innings, 9.67, like you mentioned in the 9.09. These teams are very similar in nature. They have people in their lineup that can hit and they have people in their lineup that can hit that don't show up on a consistent basis or they deal with injuries. And I think they dealt with injuries a lot more than we did. Byron Buxton at one time wasn't even like being put in games, um, wasn't even playing DH at times. And so you've had a lot of health issues that if you're in Minnesota, you've had to basically weather those storms. But again, the strikeout percentage I absolutely love it for them. I mean, they're they they strike out twenty six point six percent of the time. The Astros only nineteen point eight percent of the time. But for the Astros, that's high. 
the Astros are on for a while were around 17 when they won right. their first title and those other couple World Series runs they made. So it's ticked up a little bit, but it's definitely not as high as the Twins is. Now, the Twins walk more, almost one walk per game. Before we That's get into the offense, oh. let's talk about okay. the comparison between the bullpen and the pitching, oh, okay. uh, the starting pitching, because there okay. is a there is some favorite. Um, the Astros have the better bullpen. Uh, like we just talked about the blown saves and everything. Uh, the Astros ERA in the bullpen is 3.56, while the Twins is 3.95. Uh, if you're looking at the strikeouts, the Astros have 10.03 strikeouts per nine inning in the bullpen, while the Twins have 9.54. Uh, so the Astros actually allow um, a, a more of a runner's, um, um, more of a batting. I, I never know how to say it where – the opposing batting average, you know, with the pitching batting average. So, uh, but they're allowing 230 batting average. And while the twins are allowing 231. So the twins are allowing a little bit higher batting average. But overall, so, the ERA so is the batting bit, average against. Yes. It's usually called it BAA. Yeah. Batting average yeah. against. Yeah. So, but if you're looking at the rotation, the twins rotation is a lot better than the Astros. While I mean, the Astros have more wins and they're starting with their starters. Mm -hmm. uh, the Astros have 61 wins compared to the 49, but that's just because the offense has been kind of inconsistent for the twins throughout the year. But the Astros ERA in the starting uh, staff is 4.17 compared to the 3.82. And if you look at the whip, it's uh, the Astros starters whip is 1.29 compared to the 1.16. And the Astros starters are allowing a 248 batting average versus the twins 240. So the numbers yeah. are fairly comparable, but the, you can tell that the, the twin starters are a little bit better, but we had to go out and get Justin Verlander to address this. They are, they, they are a little bit better, but this offense, because it was one of the most, it was one of the highest scoring offenses in the second half is the reason right. why the Astros have 61 wins with their starters because right. they can put up crooked numbers very, very easily. Um, the things that, the things that I do like in their bullpen is they have more strikeouts per nine inning and they're the only double digit strikeouts per nine inning out of the three teams. And again, the twins strike out a lot and you have got to create pitches and you've got to create a zone. You have to create a zone right outside of the zone. Like you have to take that box that you look at as a viewer on the TV and the pitchers have to almost establish, see if they can establish an inch or two below to the right or to the left or right, right above to see if they can get that umpire to expand that zone. Cause if they can get that umpire to expand the zone, then you can throw it a little bit higher and get those bats to swing and miss, get that ball under them. But look, we're talking about baseball and we know it's baseball season, but you also know it's football season and to snap into action with the NFL season with FanDuel, it's America's number one sports book. Why won't you do it? Why? I mean, look, CJ Stroud is a stud and the Houston Texas are on the up and up. Miko Ryans is back and he is leading the charge. And let me help you lead the charge with um, FanDuel right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get into the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, 
over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on, and the NFL season will continue to roll. We're past the kickoff. We're into week four and five, and we know the teams are already trying to position them place in their division. Go to FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. But uh, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with an afternoon game on Saturday. Yeah, I actually like that too. Um, I have some plans if that is the case. Um, but if you're looking at the Twins rotation, it's Pablo Lopez who pitched today. Sonny Gray is likely to go in game two. Joe Ryan is likely to go in game three. So uh, you have somebody like Kenta Maeda who can go in possibly game four unless you go with somebody else, uh, like go back with Pablo uh, Lopez. But then again, uh, Pablo Lopez pitched in this game, so you're going to have to go with somebody else. Um, uh, so they could use their big three aces in the, uh, this three-game series to have to get through the um, the Jays. So we may not have to face one of the big guys until later. So we don't know. So that's the benefit of not having to play in the wildcard series. So their their pitching, their starting pitching is one of their strengths. The Astros, they can line up perfectly. Justin Verlander or Framer Valdez, whoever you want to put uh, first or second. Then you have uh, Christian Javier, who's shown that he's not, he doesn't have quite the same stuff as the old Christian Javier, but he's looking a lot better. And then you have Jose Kitty or JP France for game four if needed. And so I think the yeah. Astros can compete against them starting pitching wise. Yeah, and I and I talked this morning with um with with Minch and RP three and the guys there in Louisiana, and I said the same thing. I think it's JV, um, I, I think it's JV, Valdez and Javier, and then after that, the thing is, you 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 have the luxury, Eric. After Javier, you, you have France, you have Brown, you have Rikiti. If for some reason Javier messes up a little bit, you got one of those three guys that you can depend on. You could let Brown go the rest of that game. And then use Urquidy in France in a in that in that fourth mm-hmm. game. You know you could piggyback them. So the Astros do actually have a luxury there. They have a wealth of of you know resources that I think Hunter Brown being in the bullpen is actually an advantage for the Astros. He's been good in that role, and Dusty Baker said he put him in there because he's going to be going in. Like he's in the pen, just like he did last postseason, and that's why right. Dusty did what he did. And and so, um, I I really like the way this sets up for the Astros. I'm honestly hoping that the Blue Jays can win the second game, and that I don't care who wins the third mm-hmm. game. I just wanted to go three games. Right now, I have said that I would rather face the Blue Jays than the Twins because I think if the Twins win this series, Eric, because that's what we're talking about today, you catch a team that's hot that's done something that they haven't done since 04 and they will be playing like a team with their hair on fire and they really have nothing to lose. And a team that has nothing to lose has everything to gain. And so that would be definitely a true test. Um, The twins don't sleep on them. They're a good ball club. That's why they are where they are. I know it's a central, I know it's a weak division, but this team, just like any baseball team, if they get hot right now, they're going to be a tough matchup. And so I really think that the Astros will game plan. I think they'll watch what they're doing. This they'll watch Royce Lewis, they'll watch their hitters. Um, and you have to not hit the ball where they are because they can catch the ball. They've got a very good defensive team. Yes. Uh, so uh, Justin Verlander versus twin is 
twins in his career is, is 22 and 10 with the 2.76 ERA. Um, so he has 268 strikeouts in his career versus them. Uh, with the Astros, he's five and one with the 0.64 ERA with 47 strikeouts. Uh, so that's a good matchup. I know you have some stats for uh, Christian Javier and Framer Valdez. Yes. Yeah, so um, when you're looking at when you're looking at Christian Javier um, versus the Twins, he really doesn't have that much. One start, um, I believe. In the he has yeah he has he has one start and um he has a 4.50 ERA only two innings pitched right um one one earned run two strikeouts okay so let's look Three at Framber Valdez yeah versus yeah Framber Valdez versus the Twins um 2.37 ERA and he is 3 and 1 versus the Twins he has 15 walks he's given up two home runs eight earned runs 27 strikeouts and it looks like um, he's only averaging 1.8 Ks. Oh, I'm sorry, 1.8 walks per nine. And then, right. um, yeah, so he's he, he's he got a good record. He's He's got a decent record against them. Um, Justin Verlander, I'm actually more excited about because he's seen these guys more than just about anybody yeah. um, has in the league. Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, he's from the AL Central. So, yeah, he spent a lot of time in Tiger. So he faced them. And so I think the experience will turn out well, but at the same time, these are not the same twins that he probably faced all those years ago, but it's good that he had that six starts with the Astros and he had some that good success with them. So overall, I think the Astros, um, while on paper, they may not have the better rotation, but I think with what we've seen, especially in the last six games from these guys, which let's be honest, these last six games of the regular season, that was a playoff series. That was them trying oh, yeah. to get into the uh, postseason. There is no room for error. So they had to win every game. Yes, they won that last game. And a lot of us are uh, talking about, well, um, are we going to see Yiner Diaz catching? And I think what we saw at the end of the season is the answer. No, because <laughs> the pitchers are going to want Martin Malnado in that lineup. And so Dusty Baker is going to want uh, that. And especially if Jose Arquiti is one of the starters, we saw him give a lot of credit to Malnado for helping him, especially on short notice uh, to really succeed in that game. So I know his defensive metrics say he shouldn't be everyday catcher. His offensive stats say he shouldn't be everyday catcher, but he does stuff that you and I just don't see. And that he's he's able to be the quarterback. He's able to just work with the pitchers and get them on the right page. Does it always work? No. He's also choosing a new color for his hair for the playoffs. He's asking the fans, should I change the color? Should I get a special color for the playoffs? And that like the overwhelming percentage of the people voted. I voted for yes, like 92%. So who knows what color hair he will come out with? Look, the bottom line is this. We all know that statistically speaking, Yiner Diaz is the better option. Here's my question, Eric. We know he's probably not going to get starts, but let's say it's a close game and you have your relief pitchers in. Isn't this the time where you as Dusty Baker, the manager, has to start giving Diaz at least two at-bats in the game? Look, and Maldonado goes up there and he's 0 for 2. And you notice, let's just say the bottom of the lineup's hitting, the top of the lineup's struggling. But let's say Chaz has got a hit. Um, 
well, gosh, I guess he's not bottom lineup anymore because he he moves up so much in, in the fifth spot of Brayu. But you have Pena who gets a hit or even Dubon's in it, right? So you got your bottom three guys in hits. Don't you put in the sixth inning Yiner Diaz and give him at least two at bats to hopefully produce some runs? Because if Yiner Diaz gets on base and he's batting ninth, because that's where Maldonado is going to be every time, then you got Altuve right behind him. That is something I hope changes. I don't expect Yiner Diaz to start. And if anybody beats their head against a pavement and spends a ton of energy on complaining about Diaz versus Maldonado, like they probably need to find something else to do because it's just not going to happen. But one thing I can know that you would be satisfied is no matter who is catching for the Astros, it doesn't matter really that much as long as you're wearing your bird dogs. That's right. They have the stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh to give you the true Truly sculpted look. It looks like you hit leg day. Well, actually, no, I didn't. I'm just wearing my bird dogs. They have this great anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Bird dogs are functional for any occasion. Go on, go, go golfing, go on a date, evening out, by the pool, working out, lounging, whatever it is, you can be assured that bird dogs are there for you. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. Enter the promo code locked on MLB at checkout for your free bird dogs water bottle. And don't forget that if you want to watch the game, all the playoffs games, you can go to any area Hooters, whether you're in Galveston, whether you're in Seabrook, Pasadena, Humble, Pearland, NASA, Galveston Island, Haiti, Humble, anywhere in between. There is a Hooters. Why? Because Hooters make you happy. They've got the world famous Hooters girls. They've got smoked wings. They've got they've got breaded wings. They've got naked wings. They got I mean, they got all kinds of stuff. They've got brews on tap. They have $3 Blue Moon drafts and $9.99 Michelob Ultra pitchers. So go check out um, Hooters and let them know that the Locked on Astros guys sent you and you'll get a free basket of fried pickles. Hey, Brett, why don't I tell them about the Series XM? Why don't you go and exit for a second and come back in? Um, so, but um, guys, the just exit, please. Uh, the connection's bad. So listen to the Astros play the Twins versus Twins on the or Twins or the Blue Jays on Saturday in game one of the ALDS. Catch all the hometown plays calls on SiriusXM. Just go ahead and uh, download the SXM app and search Astros. And um, who knows what happens? Is it could be the Jays the, um, the or the Twins? We don't know but you can hear all the play-by-play action. So I know we've been kind of focusing a lot on the pitching because in the playoff series, pitching does matter, but the offense has to matter as well. And so I think what we're going to see a lot is the Astros offense has got to be a little bit more consistent than it was. And the good thing is the twins offense is except for the fact that they have a little bit more home runs and a little bit uh, more walks. They're, kind of trailing the Astros and almost everything else. They strike out more. They do walk more, of course, but uh, of course they have the higher uh, slugging percentage. They have um, actually the Astros have the higher slugging percentage, but over and the Astros have scored almost uh, 30, 40 runs more than the twins overall. So um, we're going to talk about the home and road splits in a second, but anything, I don't want to read all these, Brett, but any of these stats that kind of jump out to you, um, you talking about on the offensive side? Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, sorry, you know, because I had to come back in. I didn't know where you were going. Um, I mean, look, I don't 
I think it's great to look at these stats, but I think right now I'm just going to stick with this team's been to the playoffs before. They know how to win at home. They know how to examine a pitcher and prepare for a pitcher, and I just think you're going to see whatever success you saw on the road. I'm not going to say you're going to match it run for run, but I think this team's going to hit more characteristically like they did. I think you're, you're going to see their home averages tick up in the playoffs. I'm not I'm not looking for a massive jump. I'm just looking for a little bit more production because today the game was a low-scoring game. I mean, the Twins didn't really score that many runs, and, I mean, it was, what, three to one, I think, was the final score, right? it was score, five right? and six hits on both sides, so it was not yeah. a lot of hits. and so, so there's not a lot of hitting going on. I think as – if if the pitchers are putting up zeros and this offense is producing at least three to four runs, I, I know that sounds measly. I think it does it. I really do at home, Eric. But um, I do like our lower strikeout rate. Um, I do like our higher on-base percentage. And I do like our slightly higher OPS. Um, and I really hope that we utilize the stolen base. I don't know if we're going to be able to. With, with with their catcher and with their pitchers, but that would be a huge advantage um, with this team if we could move runners over. And um, just when guys get in scoring position, we got to score. Well, the good news is that the Twins are 11th with uh, steals with 86. The Astros are actually 8th in the American League with 107. So um, Martin Maldonado recently has not been great at throwing out runners, and he's actually expressed some frustration with it. And the other day he said, oh, I actually threw some eye out. So um, there's some frustration there. And during playoffs, um, I know steals have become kind of so, so commonplace now that it's not that big a deal. But uh, in a playoff game, it could be a difference between winning or losing a game. But I think that uh, the fact that the Twins don't run a lot is a good thing. Uh, but I think overall the fact that the Astros are better, for the most part, hitting – is where I think they're going to kind of uh, triumph over the Twins if they match them up, match up against them. But here's the things that you need to look at. Um, the Twins versus left-handed pitchers versus right-handed pitchers, their stats are pretty much exactly the same. Their, their uh, slash line is almost exactly the same. 241, 244, 313, 330, 414, 432. So they're at, a little bit better versus the – right-handed hitter uh, pitchers and the Astros have a lot more uh, right-handed pitchers, but uh, the batting average, I guess, is what I was looking at at first, but uh, the, what you, if you're looking at uh, what the Astros are doing, of course they do better against left-handed pitchers. They're batting 270, 339, 470, 809 versus lefties versus righties. They're batting 254, 328, 423, 751. I, I, I just think, and, and I think their success against left-handed pitchers has to do with their left-handed hitters because their left-handed right. hitters can can manage. I mean, Brantley, Tucker, and Jordan. Those are three of the top left-handed hitting batters off of left-handed hitting pitchers. And then you've got Chaz McCormick, who's become a left-handed hitting pitcher extraordinaire, you know, and then Altuve right. can hit anybody. Dubon can seem to hit anybody. And they're – it's really hard to find a weakness. I mean, I mean, Maldonado is your Maldonado or Kessinger getting in a bat or Singleton getting a bat. Those are your, those are your weaknesses, but Singleton's guys, not the roster. <laughs> well, okay. But I'm just saying, I know. but those are, those are your only weaknesses throughout the year. Yeah. No, Singleton's not, not making the playoff roster, unfortunately for him, but 
Um, the guys on the bench, you know, Yiner, and he, here's the thing. The reason why I mentioned Yiner getting at bats late in the game, Yiner's way better hitter at home. So if you're going to get this guy at bats, ALDS game one and two from inning six on, if your starter is out, that's the time to get Yiner in the game, to be honest right. with you. And why can't, why can't Maldonado help him with the catching part of it from the bench, like people have said at nauseum on Twitter, um, I mean, he hits way better at home, like 60 points better at home, I believe. So he really needs to get at bats. He really needs chances. Um, are, are, yes. are you unarguing what you said earlier about the Martin Maldonado versus Yiner Diaz thing? Because you said no, he's no, I don't, no, I said this thing. No, no, Eric, I'm reemphasizing my point I made. Okay. I said Maldonado is going to start. Right. But Yiner Diaz needs to get at bats late in the game. Yeah. So from the sixth inning on, just like I said earlier, he needs to get at least two at bats every game. Right. I personally think that would be the best formula for success. But I'm not Dusty. I don't make the lineups, and neither does Dana Brown. So it's up to Dusty, and we got to trust the guy. Because, look, last year, still got to give him credit. He ran a master class. Dusty, right. the expectations for you sir are very very high there's a lot of pressure on you to manage this playoffs the way you managed last year and i'm just saying i'm only going off what i saw last year all right so um i think that the decision i guess would be do you think Greg kessinger would be more important or do you think uh, we're not going to have time to answer on this podcast but just something to think about or a third catcher just for the purpose for a third catcher i just don't it, know who the third catcher would be though well, I know, but just to give the ability to have Yiner Diaz come in in situations that way, in case Martin Maldonado gets hurt, you don't have to have situations. But uh, we could talk about that um, on the next podcast, and we have all week until uh, Saturday. But uh, one thing I do want to bring up is the Astros' home stats. They bat 249 at home and uh, with a 735 OPS versus away 268 and 797. While the Twins, they bat 249 at home and 780 OPS versus away 238 and a 727 OPS. So in other words, translation at Min Maid Park, nobody's hitting the, the Dane ball. It's going to be shutout <laughs> after shutout. So uh, that's what I foresee uh, at Min Maid Park with the way both teams have struggled. Yeah, I hear you. Uh, look, man, this is a great show. Um, I'm excited no matter who we play. But if it's the Twins, C4 is coming back. Carlos Correa. Dallas Keuchel. That's right. Dallas Keuchel. Yes. Dallas what? Dallas <laughs> Christian Vasquez, the catcher. Uh, yeah. the hey, next he, catcher. Caught the, he caught the, he the no-hitter in the World Series, right? Right. Carlos yeah. Correa. A lot of people are saying, oh, I miss Carlos Correa. But I, Jeremy Pena, even as, as down a season as he's had, he still has a higher war. Than Carlos Correa this year. Let that sink yep. in. So, Let that sink in. That's, that's right. all we got this. for this edition of the Lockdown Astros podcast. My <laughs> name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on uh, X at Eric Talkstros. You can find a show at Lockdown Astros. You can find Brett at H-Town Wheelhouse. And we are the Lockdown Astros podcast, your team every day. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Then make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts. And Brett, your final word. Go. Ghost Rose. That's it. Okay. All right. We'll see you tomorrow, guys. <laughs>